Okay, uh, welcome to the Gravity Beard Podcast. This is a special edition because we are talking about the uh, 2016 NBA Finals. If you remember, uh, I sat down with these guys that are in front of me now. Uh, before the series started, we did a series preview show, and the people I'm talking about are Patrick and Scott. How are you guys doing? I'm good. It's been a good, uh, what's that, Wednesday? Yeah, great hump day. I'm doing doing swell. Just killing it. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to take care of a couple of house cleaning things before we get started. One is, I've been we've I've been called out by one of our listeners for using the phrase special edition as it relates to this podcast. This is episode four. We've done t- four total episodes uh, for the Gravity Beer podcast, and I've called each one of them special edition, which he doesn't think is appropriate. The reason I've done that is because it's just regarding this event, and then after the NBA Finals, we're going to get back to... We're going to get back to kind of what our general course of business is for the podcast, and it'll be a lot more wide, wide-ranging in terms of topics. But he says, he says I'm misusing it. To him, I say, don't worry about that. So that's, that's, that's cleanup item number one. Second is, it's always good when you hear back from one of your listeners and you find out that something you said on your podcast drove them to the internet to do some research to verify if what you said was correct. And it relates to our comments about Sean Bradley. First of all, that portion of our podcast actually was really popular. They enjoyed our, our very brief banner about about Space Jam and, and Sean Bradley. The thing that was that he went and researched was is that I made a comment that Sean Bradley at one point was the highest paid player on the Mavs roster. That actually was true. So I thought it was true. At least that was my memory. Color me surprised. And, and so he was, I, when, when is, he was, he was making six or seven million. Is that a good investment though, from the Mavs standpoint? Because don't they get paid for like posters that he would be on? I have no idea how players' image rights work. I mean, he has a bad image, but like... Well, okay, so, so before we get to that... <laughs> it's like having fat heads of him, and you're just getting royalty checks for fat heads forever. Forever. So a cu- couple more... So anyway, so so it was true, so I, I didn't I didn't, I didn't misquote a fact, uh, but I think it's great that, uh, that something we said on the podcast drove someone to the internet, uh, and it also means they're paying attention. Uh, the last thing is is good news uh, to everybody. Uh, we are now live on iTunes, on Google Play. Uh, you can search us on Facebook. We've got a Facebook page. We have a blog page. You can find plenty of information about uh, Gravity Beard at www.gravitybeard.com. So we are out there everywhere on every platform uh, so that you can find us and listen to it. Uh, that's all brand new since, since we started all this just a few days ago. So uh, that takes care of that. So getting back to the matter at hand, uh, game... Three of the NBA Finals between the Golden State Warriors and Cleveland Cavaliers is tonight. I wanted to bring you guys back in for what I'm calling a mid-series, kind of just a touch base uh, episode. Uh, you might say, hey, it's only two games. Mid-series might be after three games. And I'm contending quite possibly we are at the mid-series, the mid-series point right now. So uh, having said that, uh, I'd like to open up with just some general comments. Scott, bring it. Just in general about this game, like the series, I don't know. I've been pretty Scott. Who's going to win tonight? Like, just just okay. So here, my 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 heart says Cavs. My head says Warriors. But I don't know. I mean, like it's you're kind of in desperation mode. I mean, LeBron put up forty points on the same team last year, right? With the scrub Knicks that put on Cleveland jerseys. Uh, 
So, I don't know. I mean, I kind of think that if he really wants to win a game, he'll find a way to win a game. Yeah. That's my opinion. So, so, I, I, but so I don't know. Before we get a little further, just set, set things up a little bit for us, for the listener. What have we seen so far? Just a brief, a, a brief summary. Oh, man, we've seen absolute destruction. We saw game one where Steph and Clay Thompson, I think, both failed to score. I know at least 20 points, and the bench did the majority of the scoring, and the Cavs, you know got rocked and then game two uh you know the second half was just complete domination from the warriors um so i i I don't know i i I think tonight i think lebron's gonna bring it remember i'm a lebron guy i think he's gonna go like 39 15 eight assists and uh i mean if you can't win this game oh and two at home in the nba finals where it's all on the line I mean, the series is over, so... It, and it is all on the line tonight, right? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, if they lose tonight, it's over. And then, what, Golden State's got three chances to close them out at home or something, like... Which they probably only need one. Yeah, exactly, so... Yeah. At the, that point, we start speculating about Chris Paul and Kyrie Irving trades. Like, it, it goes into that talk very fast. So, let, so let's talk on a, a, touch on a couple of specific things. One is, the comparison, and you touched on it from last year to this year is is they've got everybody. Everybody was 100% healthy, okay, up until the point where Kevin Love takes it in the head, and he's not playing tonight. Like, we know he's not playing. He's went through concussion protocol. He's got a concussion. He's out, okay? You know, my, my buddy, our, our LeBron fan, who I'm going to interview tonight before the game and, and do the, our regular podcast per game, he says that might be good news because Kevin Love was a bit of a presence, but then not really. Like, he's he's not helping. He's I, missed a lot of jump shots. One thing I do want to add, though, about this is the Warriors are also better than they were last year. They were the best regular season team in the history of the NBA this year. Yeah. So I don't think it's exactly comparing apples to oranges, um, but the Cavaliers do have a markedly improved lineup this year. And you'd like to think they could win a game or two, or you know maybe the series if you're an optimist like myself. Well, and, and Scott, I'll turn to you with this one. I, I mean, the Cavaliers were a scoring team; like they were killing people in every series leading up to the finals. And then all of a sudden, so so kind of who, whoever whoever the Cavs were leading in, leading up to the finals, they're no longer that team. It doesn't appear like. But also, what what the Golden State has done up to this point, they really haven't done in the first two games. I mean, twenty points for the Splash Brothers. But then their bench blows up. But even then, their bench doesn't blow up if they have no, very normal scoring in game two. But the, then they win by thirty, and, and and so so the Splash Brothers go from twenty points to thirty-five points, much better. But those guys individually have more than over and over and over again they've scored that that many points on their own. So neither team has really been themselves. But Golden State is, yeah, Draymond. I think Draymond's come alive a little bit. Sean Livingston's had a big series. Um, and then I don't even know who's playing well in the Cavs. I don't know. I'm excited to see Channing Friday night in place of Kevin Love, and maybe he can get something going. Nope. I, I don't buy this whole Kevin Love being hurt better for them. I think that's – I don't buy that at all. I think I think Kevin Love didn't shoot well the first two games. I think on the road. On the road. And then I think if you look – and I, I heard a statistic. Like if you look at Kevin Love – in the last series against Toronto, he played pretty subpar, and then they went back to Cleveland, and then he just put it on people. Because that's what guys do, right? Like, you come home, you, you're kind of in that home crowd. Superstars kind of can do that everywhere. But, you know, Kevin Love's really not a superstar. He's really good. Like, people had the same critiques, right, about Chris Bosh when they were on the Heat. 
Like, it's hard to give a guy to do that. And it's also hard to do that, I think, away when you don't have a point guard that gives you the ball in the spots that you want. But when you're at home, you're kind of a little bit more in the groove. I think you get the ball in better spots. I think – I just don't buy that argument that this team will be better without Kevin Love. I think the biggest thing that if you're a Cleveland fan that you're really upset about is you can't have a point guard that has one assist in the NBA Finals game. Like, that can't happen. Unfortunately, that's who Kyrie Irving is. And I think that's the biggest problem. I think that's why Kevin Love doesn't play that well. I think that's why this team isn't playing that well, is that when you've got a a point guard right that's supposed to be running your operation, only has one assist, how are you supposed to beat a great team, right? Because you can't beat a great team one-on-one. You're too good. Like, I think that's the biggest thing for me when I'm watching this, is you're watching the lineups that they have out there, and they do the same things where they have everybody post up, right? Like LeBron's posting up, or Kevin Love's posting up. But then you're not really putting the shooters around them enough. So they're getting past their first guy pretty easily. And then next thing you know, it's another guy that's just right in the paint. And you're not, Tristan Thompson's not good enough to catch a ball real quick and put it back up immediately. Like, he doesn't have those kind of hands. Like, it doesn't make a lot of sense the way they're doing it, playing those lineups. I I think that you've got to either have a facilitating-type deal out of of Kyrie, or I would like to see them just go, let's put LeBron in the paint and put four shooters around him. And let's see what they did. Because that's what they did last year, and they kind of worked against Golden State. Or what if you put LeBron at point and let him distribute and do something Kyrie Which is is something he's good at and he likes to do. And, like... He's known and likes to, like, always make the best basketball play. You know, like, sometimes instead of taking the game-winning shot and being the cutthroat killer that Michael Jordan was or Kobe Bryant was, like, he'll pass to his wide-open teammate in the corner who's, you know, not nearly as good as him, but that's the right play to make, passing to an NBA-caliber shooting guard in the corner. So, I don't know if he can do something. I don't know. I mean, it's been a pretty bleak series. They've looked pretty overmatched. Um, but, you know, Oracle is one of the toughest places to play. I guess statistically the toughest place to play behind San Antonio this year. So, you know, maybe the Cavs will get something going yeah. tonight. Okay, so so they were, they were scoring huge in all the previous series. They can't score. They haven't shown they could score in the series. And they look confused on defense. What's going to change? Or why, why would it change? It's a great question. To me, it reminds me a lot of... When LeBron was playing against the Spurs and Pop kind of figured out what we need to do to beat them, and I think Steve Kerr's kind of done the same thing, which is just pack the paint. And because LeBron's gonna get by whoever it is, doesn't matter who that person is, he'll get he'll get there and finish at the rim and finish at the rim. So you got to make sure you've got three guys up there and then make these other players beat you. And in the Cavs. The Cavs just haven't done that. Like, they're, they're guys getting open. They're not shooting the ball well. It's just, a, it's just, it's kind of been a perfect storm. And, and that's, that's kind of, I think, unless you put a better lineup out there that can start shooting the ball well, and then they've got to completely adjust. I mean, then that's a different conversation. But if they keep putting the same lineups out there, I don't expect anything to change. Well, the scary thing is, is that in the series so far, if they've done anything, Golden State has played really good defense. Yeah. Really good shutdown defense. Great team defense. 
people always can help. And that's, to me, the, also the most frustrating thing about this Cavs team is you watch these Cavs players play. They're playing really good on-ball, man-up defense, and then they're getting killed and guys just being lacked and out of position when they're not on ball. Guys are getting cut, face cut really way too often. People are, are hedging way too much, and it's leading for open shots. I think the total team defense focus is so lackluster, and against a great team, like I think you get away with that against really probably every team but the maybe the Warriors, maybe maybe the Spurs, because you can get away with that against the Thunder. I mean, there's yeah. like two or three players that'll beat you. I mean, you like to think, though, that like you're not going to come out with a lackluster performance in the NBA Finals when, you know, right. maybe, what, nine of the guys in the Cavs, J.R. Smith, Kyrie, Kevin Love, they don't have rings. Like, they are in no position to coast. LeBron's two and five lifetime. Like, he's in no position to coast. No, like, and, and I don't think it's coasting. I really don't think it's coasting. I don't think – I think it's a subconscious deal because it's the little things. It's like Iman Shumpert D'ing up uh, Clay Thompson, right? And you've got Draymond Green to his right, and you're forcing him right. So now the other guys kind of come in and help, and then it's a wide-open three. I think it's little things like that that you should know from a scouting report and from being just locked in and so focused that they're just not doing well. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Let's make some specific predictions. What are we going to see certain players do? What's your prediction for the outcome of the game? And we'll kind of approach our wrap-up that way. Patrick. All right, so I've already predicted my huge LeBron game, 39-17-8, I think. J.R. Smith, 17. he's catching – yeah, he's, he's – J.R. Smith is going to get hot tonight. And LeBron's got to get some of the rebounds Caleb usually gets, so that's where I get the 17 number from. I think J.R. Smith, he's going to get hot tonight. Uh, and it would be about time for that. Yeah, for crying exactly. Out loud. I mean, he's got the greenest light on the Cavs. LeBron said it himself, so – he just needs to get in the groove, start making some shots. I think Channing Fry is going to play a role tonight, hit some threes. Um, and then, I, you know, last last game Draymond had, what, 21 at halftime? And you can't have that. Um, he had 28. Yeah, 28 total, I think. But, like, had 18 in the first quarter. Something crazy. And, by the way, his previous high, I think, was 19. Yeah. So, in so all things considered, I think the Cavaliers are going to win. 106 to 101. And it's going to be kind of ugly. And uh, Game 4 is going to be fun. And I think Draymond's going to get a technical and he'll be suspended for Game 4. That's my hot take of the week. Nice. Scott? Uh, I hope everything like that happens. I think I think the Cavs will also win. But I think it'll be in a different way than that. I think Mozgov's going to have a pretty big game. Uh, I think... J.R. Smith is going to shoot two for 15, but I think you'll see big games from Mozgov. I think you'll see a bigger, a big game from Channing Fry. I think you'll see a good game from the bigs. I think it'll be a more physical team, and I think you'll see when LeBron is out, that kind of stuff will happen. They'll just pound it out, and when LeBron is in, you'll see a lot more just open... I think open threes from Richard Jefferson and Channing Fry, and I think that's how they'll win. And I expect Steph Curry to get to the line a lot more than he has because I don't think he's been at the line at all. 
I think it's going to be a really slow game. I think there's going to be a lot of fouls. I think it's going to be a lot of stuff at the back. Okay, real quickly, any any Golden State-related predictions? Yes, I think Sean Livingston's going to continue to have a big series. I want to see him win finals MVP. I think it probably would never happen. What a um, great story. But, yeah, I, I think... We're so even, of all time. I think even the Splash Brothers, they don't... I mean, obviously it'd be great if they played great, but... um. I think, you know, Sean Livingston's playing really well. Andre Godala's playing really well. I think kind of the core guys around the Splash Bros are con- going to continue to play well and take some of the burden off Clay and Steph. Okay. And lose tonight. Yeah. I think my, my Warriors prediction is as long as Del is still in the lineup and Kyrie is – as long as those two guys are your, your point guards, I just ex- expect them to do this – what they've been doing the whole time and just switching on them and murdering whoever that is. Just post up, get them low in the paint, and there's nothing they can do about that. So you're predicting a Cavs win as well? I'm predicting a Cavs win. I think it'll be close, like Pat said. I think... Score? I don't think it's going to be the high score. I think it's going to be pretty ugly. And Gritty. It's going to be like Cavs win 97-2. to. I want to say like 94. I think it'll be like a real close, okay. just gritty win. I think it'd be interesting to see how many times Golden State scored less than 94 points this year. Maybe five times. Maybe, Maybe a couple two. times last year in the finals. Yeah, good point. Okay, so here's what we're going to do going forward. If Because I think that there's a real good chance, really good chance, that the Cavs are either going to win tonight or the next game. If they're, they're going to win, they're going to... Yeah. They're, they're going to... Uh, On their home they? turf in the queue. Right, right, right. Um... If for some reason they win tonight and then they win the next night and it's an even series, then we'll get together. We'll have another conversation. I'm having this midseason show because I, I think it's I think it's over. It's going to be it for the NBA season, right? I, I mean, I don't know. I think maybe they'll win tonight, but then they're going to finish it off in the next two games. Uh, if if it, if the season turns on something, there's a dramatic turn in the, in the series. We'll have another show. If not, then we'll have we'll have a post series show. We'll talk LeBron legacy. You know, we'll talk post-mortem for both teams, all that kind of stuff, and, and we'll do kind of a, a series wrap-up before we wrap it up for the season. And we can even talk about some off-season moves that we think are going to happen in the league that are really critical or, or kind of changing the landscape. US, USA basketball players getting Zika virus coming back. <laughs> Kevin Durant to Charlotte, play under Michael Jordan. Yeah, all, all that kind yeah. of stuff. So that's, that's, that's what we'll do in our, in our post-series show. But, um, change his shoe brands to Jordan. Everything, everything just goes that way. <laughs> Um, I'm proud to say you guys were of, of our first three episodes. You're, we got a, a huge positive response back. Thanks for coming on the show again. Thank you. Thanks we, for having we, us. We, we will have at least one more show. I do feel like we cheated because we brought up Space Jam. I feel like that was a trump card. That Actually, yeah. I want to talk about Space Jam, too, and who's going to be in it with LeBron next podcast, too. That's part of his legacy. That's perfect for his legacy. That's great. That's a good ah, legacy question. Okay. All right. So we've, got, we've, 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 teed, up, we've, teed, up, we've teed up our last, our last show, so I'm excited about that. Okay. Uh, Patrick, Scott. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. See you on the next one.